Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at Supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. <laughs> Are we at the top yet? No. I'm terrified of heights, you realise that, Tina? Are you? I'm absolutely petrified of them. Heights and water. But it's more because I think I'm not actually looking. Yeah. Like, if I'm in a high-rise building and I go on the balcony, like, that freaks me out. Like, I couldn't. I can't go out on the balcony because it's too... I don't mind the height, but when I'm in, like, the edge of something and it's very windy, yeah. That's when I get like, oh. So who are these two South Island-based adventurers on this episode of For the Love of Racing? One is scared of heights, and the other has fear of standing over the edge on a windy day. Yet ironically, they have no fear riding half-ton thoroughbreds at 70 kilometres per hour. Well, one is the most successful South Island female rider in New Zealand's racing history, Kylie Williams. And I guess the other climber can claim the title of most successful Argentinian-born female jockey in New Zealand's racing history, Tina Komanagi. So join us as we scale Christchurch's Port Hills to discover the path to their success. Yeah, no, like this is just, what, 20 minutes from where, where we live. It's crazy. You feel like you're out in the middle of nowhere. No spiders that will actually kill you? Well, that's one thing that I miss about home. You know, the adrenaline of walking in the forest is like completely different because there's something that could kill you. Snakes and... Bears. Yeah, not so much bears. Humans. <laughs> Human. Can you believe your longevity? Not really, no. Not after some of the injuries and things that have happened. Because the interesting thing is we look back through your riding record, no year's gone by without you winning a race. So essentially, you were pregnant and winning races. Yeah, I actually ran second on um, Parsons Horse in the Group 1 Thorndon when I was pregnant with one of the children. Logan, it might have been. Yeah, on um, Pins and Needles, so that was pretty cool. But yeah, most of them, they've all won races, I think. And Tina, I think your first victory was at Wingatui? Yeah. John and Karen Parsons Horse, was it? Yeah, um, Melbourne Cup Day. Oh, perfect. And I didn't even know what the Melbourne Cup was back oh, then. Really? <laughs> um, so, yeah, so I've come a long way from that. Courtney, spoiled princess, right there too with Carbonista, Matryushka in front. First win coming out here for Tina Komanagi, and she gets home. Second is going to be Debbie There's some suggestion we should be giving you a gold watch for over 25 years service to the New Zealand racing industry. I guess if I've been in it 25 years, you must have been in it for that long too. Yeah, I knew that would come back at me and bite me in the face. Thanks very much for that. The really cool thing about you, is, Kylie, is that 
I think you sort of applied to an ad in the paper with some position up the North Island and your family were oblivious to the fact that you even liked horses. Pretty much. I wasn't allowed to leave school. Dad wouldn't let me unless I had a job and there was an advertisement in the press. So my friend actually rang and pretended to be me because I was too scared to do it and applied and I got on it and did a course in Otaki for three months and here I am still doing it. What was Dad thinking at the time and Mum thinking? Were they just thinking, what the hell's going on here? Yeah, I don't know actually what they thought. Probably thought it was a phase, oh, I shall get over it, it's just a horse phase, you know. Like kids get a new pet and they forget about it and Mum and Dad have to look after it. But So essentially you weren't even show jumping horses or anything, you just decided I'm just going to become a jockey today? Yeah, my friend had, um, she had a western horse, I used to go with her to muck out and stuff, but other than that, no, never rode horses. So were you up in Levin at the time? No, we were, oh. yeah, we were in um, Christchurch. Oh, okay. Yeah. And she'd sussed out that there was a riding school in Levin. Pre-apprenticeship, yeah. Unbelievable. And so she, uh, that was the start of it. Yeah. Um, gave her an interest, something she obviously wanted her to do, so I sort of supported her all. And thought, where did this come from? Yeah. <laughs> and now look what you've caused. <laughs> so it took her a while to get used to it because most of the people that go into it have had a background in horses and riding as kids and or the family, isn't it? But, uh, Absolutely. Nothing like that at all. Miley Williams' Hall of Fame collection is testament to her unrelenting desire to succeed. While mixed with motherhood, this has been her life for over 25 years. Her 100th winner, Hale Storm, brought up on the coast for Stephen Woodsford in 2003. 200th in 2005, Big Wig at headquarters for Nick Wigley. 300th for Pam Robson on Carina. 400th at Mocha Carrara for Paul Harris. Her 500th, another for trainer Stephen Woodsford in 2012. Three years later, 600 on Brass Spring for Murray Tapper. And then to the most emotional of them all. 700 winners riding Queen Jetson for second parents Tony and Lynn Prendergast. All of our jockeys out there in race number nine today sporting the black armbands after the passing of Barbara Blackie. But here's 700 of the best coming up for Kylie Williams. Queen Jetson, too good. Queen Jetson beats her. He had a rare show of emotion over the line from her too. Uh, that's a magnificent effort by her. Of course, uh, she has three children. Uh, she juggles those with riding track work. And, and it'll be very special to her as well, uh, riding this horse, who she's got a lot of time for, and Tony Olympritigas, who provided her with so many victories over such a long period of time. Queen that photo there certainly takes pride and place on the mantelpiece at Kylie Williams. The 700 spoils enjoyed with the late Tony Prendergast. This is a typical start to Kylie's day. Now down to two kids, with older son Logan flown the nest and nearly a jockey in Melbourne, Australia, it's off to school for Rian, and in son Rico's case it's see you later fam. See ya. Where's your pony? Huh? Oh, look at that. That's so cute. Is he a nice pony? Yes. That's cool. He doesn't bite. You can go behind feet because he doesn't kick. He doesn't what? He doesn't kick. Oh, he doesn't kick. That's cool. And he's really nice to ride? Yeah? That's really cool. You look really cool there, eh? Right, I think we've got to go to school shortly, don't we? Yeah. I can even do the hands and the splits. Can you? 
Hey, you're a gymnast. Well, show me. Oh, look at you. That's so clever. That's really clever. I can't stay in there. Can't stay there? See you, darling. But I think there was only a couple of countries that you possibly could have got a working visa in there. Yeah, so the, the, it's called a working holiday. It's a program they do between governments um, just to encourage young people to travel and to work as well, um, just to keep traveling. And uh, at that time, it was only Canada and New Zealand that were on the list. And I didn't want to go to Canada, it just looked a bit cold to me. So it was New Zealand and it was far away. It wasn't in America, so it was great. So I think as part of that process, you had to work at places for three months or something along those lines. Where, where did you sort of start and end up? Yeah, so, well, we land in Auckland and then uh, you decide where to go, but um, most of the, the people I, I met in the hostels they were going to do kiwi fruit picking. So I, we ended up meeting a lot of people from different countries and going all together. And so my first place was Tauranga and working a place in, uh, near there is Kati Kati in an orchard there. And it wasn't ideal for me because I'm very small, so it's quite hard to get <laughs> to the kiwis, to kiwi fruit, but um, it, was, it was good fun because yeah, we were all in the same boat. We were just making money to keep traveling and have fun. So. Yeah, we used to live in a house, probably it was 10 of us, a big house and yeah, have a good time, cook together, learn about other cultures. There was a lot of uh, people from Czech Republic, England, Scotland, South Africa, so you get to meet a lot of people. And then I got a bit sick of them jobs, so I tried looking for something with horses. And the first thing I came out was horse trekking guide in Hammer Springs, so I went there, but I went in the middle of winter, so it wasn't that great because first it's very cold and second the people don't really go horse riding in the middle of winter. So it was pretty boring. We didn't get to go out much. So yeah, I, one of the, the, the people that went there, she knew a place where they trained racehorses. Um, so she gave me a contact and that was Karen. And I called her and said, yeah, come one day and meet us. And she was pretty chilled about everything and they were very, very nice people and they told me just come whenever you want, you can start working. It's it's great that you don't know much about racehorses because then we can just like you know teach you everything here and you don't have any bad habits. So that's how I started. So the next couple of days I packed my things and came here. And I stayed there since basically. Yeah and she rang from there and um, and I said well come down and see us. When you think, I did, wasn't really expecting anything, nothing like what we got, nothing like what we got because, well, we had tons of people ringing us and, you know, but we don't get any, well, anything like Tina. Gosh, Tina's been exceptional right from when she came, you know. I think John's taken a few bets with a couple of the local horsemen to say that yeah. this kid will make it, yeah. no question. Yeah, yeah. Determination, balance, and yeah. a, she's just an animal lover. Yeah, yeah, that's something that a lot of people miss. 
lovely day in the office. There was some rumour going around that she was mucking out and that has been proven that is the case. She does it very quickly though, I don't think she's actually putting too much effort into it. It's quite a clean box to be fair. You need a, a picture here just to prove that you're not terrified. <laughs> Actually, been 12 years, I think, over in New Zealand. Yeah, yeah, it's been it's been a while. Um, yeah, I, I, when I think about it, I, I never think I've been that long here. It just feels like it, time has flown. But um, it's been great uh, in racing and outside of racing. It's just been amazing for me. One win that sticks out. One horse that sticks out. Um, just probably the day at the Dunedin winning. Uh, the four races in a day and the three listed, well, group three and two listed, so it was a good day. El Gladiator still in front. El Gladiator has got the guineas in safekeeping. Take the initiative. Number two, Tina Kamaraji on El Gladiator. Nobody really wanted the front in the early part of the race. She did. Took over and kept up a very strong gallop all the way up the lane. Mr. Intelligence sitting on the outside. They knuckled down to it. Mr. Intelligence. Oh, it's a close photo. I think maybe Mr. Intelligent Sidorus, but it's tight. I think you got there. No, um, took a while. <laughs> it was a good fight, but yeah, she got the job done. It's been a great day for you so far. Well done. Thank you very much. Just little Annie, there they go. White Road Lodge Field up the ways up. They one of the best out. Kalani runs out with it. Down the outside, Kalani's got a bit of a kick here though. There's still two links in front. Might be game over. Shirley Moore tries hard in behind that. Nothing coming from the pack and down towards the line and Kalani. Kalani takes the white robe. How good was that? Kalani, number five. Tina Komanaji, who else? And that is four today. Just refused to quit. If anything, powered away the last little bit. It's been a great day for you. You've been riding in great form and uh, it must be a big thrill to get a win on a big premier day here in the South. Yeah, I know. Just getting a list of, for me was a big goal and getting more than one in a day is just a dream come true. Congratulations, well done. Thank you very much. No, I don't tend to really have goals. I just sort of take it day by day and enjoy it while I, while I still enjoy it. Um, yeah, it was pretty cool to get the 800, especially considering I only really ride in the South Island. I very rarely go north unless I'm asked to go and ride something. 
And yeah, to be still, you know, as a female, to be still doing it after 25 years, it's pretty cool. The inside, Savasar is trying to get through, not much room for Rodden's finding. El Gladiador trying to wear it down. Now Savasar gets out, is it too late? She's gonna really sprout wings late. Savasar, right on the line. Savasar got there. And that makes it 800 career wins for Kylie Williams, well done. It wasn't looking good for a while. She got held up behind them. She had the sweet run and that uh, turned pretty nasty there for a few strides, but Kylie's been able to get her out, extricated this little mare, and she's really had to wind her up. She's really had to show a late turn of foot here, and she's been able to get there right on the line. And didn't she love it, Kylie Williams? She'll get the cup. One of the South's great riders, the uh, most winningest female Southern rider of all time, and she grabs 800, and what a race to do it. The downside of a professional athlete are injuries, and Tina, it's fair to say, has had her fair share. In fact, she deals with body pain most days. From broken shoulders, collarbones, wrists and fingers, her unfortunate injury run started as an adventurous child back home. I just went to the zoo to see the animals and I was feeding the camel. And I dropped my foot and the camel grabbed my head instead of the foot and lift me up in the air and I had my whole head inside the camel's uh, mouth and I got uh, 27 stitches in my head from that. So yeah, well, I got quite lucky because um, they could have, if they had upper teeth, I would have lost an eye, but luckily they don't have upper teeth, they only have bottom, so I only had a big hole in my head. That's about it. <laughs> I've sort of been stalking on social media a wee bit and there's some incredible photos. I think you've learnt a new passion, photography. Um, yeah, I, I've been a photographer for a few years. I've been pretty quiet lately with all the um, riding, but I do like photography a lot and I, I like being out in the mountains and following the good light. So yeah, that's something I love doing. It's a bit like, I don't know, you need a lot of patience and you need to be on your own a lot in the mountains and just to get the right picture. So it's, it's, it's harder than it looks actually, because most of the pictures you see, it's not that you just go one place, take a shot and go away. You need to wait for the right moment, so um, it's, yeah, it's not that easy. And yes, I know, you're all trying to guess the breed of Tina's bestie. His name, Jumbe, and he is a Rhodesian Ridgeback. The other thing I love about you, Kylie, it's very family orientated. You know, you can tell me who's doing what and what they're doing, and you work for them, and you know their backstory. And then the day comes when you ride a win for them. It's just beautiful. Yeah, I think that's what um, I enjoy now is riding winners for people that you know that sort of means a little bit more to them, kind of thing, and you know all the hard work that goes into it. And yeah, no, that's pretty cool. New Zealand has always been a step ahead when it comes to uh, female and male and everything with the boats and I think uh, it's an open-minded place and um, it helps a lot. <laughs> she's just a natural, like the horses just run for her. She does, she's so carefree and happy and I think it just channels through in her riding. She's just a freak. It's, that's really interesting. She's your competitor, yet you're praising her right beside her, I mean. Yeah, Tina and I have never sort of been competitive against each other. We, I think we're just as happy to see each other ride a winner or, you know, I think that's why we, why we get on so well and, yeah, no, I'm, I'm stoked when Tina rides winners. Cool.
cool, cool comment. And one of the keys about riding races is obviously knowing what the other rider's going to do. Yeah. You obviously know what she's going to do. Oh, she, when you watch races and you're like, oh, where's Tina? And you never ever see her. And then you, she's a bit like Chris Johnson, she just appears. You're like, oh, I didn't even see her in the race. Yeah, yeah. she's just, she's, is, she's a bit of a freak like Chris. With over 25 years riding experience, that's a massive appraisal by Kylie Williams towards Tina Komanagi's riding ability. But that is a typical Kylie thing. She says it as it is, even if it does mean praising a fellow competitor. It certainly was a most healthy and enjoyable day with Tina Kylie along with Mother Nature. And as the team's main creative man and pilot, Zach Stark, lands our drone back to base, it's clear from her outing with the ladies, their lives are certainly consumed with the love of racing. Look forward to your company next time on For the Love of Racing, where our thoroughbred people tell their thoroughbred stories. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com.